The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to the Angel Tarot Show with best-selling author and Angel Tarot expert, Radley Valentine. Plan your week ahead with gentle guidance from your angels, combine with the wisdom of Tarot, and create the magical life you deserve. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Angel Tarot Show except it's not the Angel Tarot show this week or even this month. It is the Angels and Auras Tarot show or Angels and Auras Oracle Card show. And I have my absolutely fabulous, perfect, and so pretty uh, co-author, Dougal <laughs> Frazier. Hi, Dougal. Welcome. Hi, Radley. Thank you. You're saying that I'm pretty because this morning I texted you and said, do I have to be pretty for a podcast recording? You do, you do. That whole thing about dressing for radio, you should never listen to that. You're right, you're right. You're right. Don't dress for radio. It's, like, it's so funny because it's like when I first got my first radio show, the person that ran the radio station was like, that whole thing about dressing for radio, that is a no. You cannot be sitting in your bunny slippers and a t-shirt and a tank top and be able to put forth the kind of energy that is appropriate for the audience to be able to hear you in a way that makes sense to them. You have to dress as though you are live in front of them. So thank you for getting dressed for us today. My absolute pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) So in the month of October, we are talking about... The upcoming Angels and Auras Oracle Card Deck. We are so excited about this. This is going to drop into your darling little hands on October 31st. Boo! Halloween. And we are very excited about that. We are very busy. Oh, my God. We are so busy. We are everywhere all at once all the time right now, right? And so Dougal has popped on because Dougal is my co-author and it is called Angels and Auras. You can guess which side I'm covering. I am the angel side. Dougal is the auras and color side. And we wanted to talk to you a little bit about how this deck got constructed, how it functions, and why it is the coolest thing that you are going to touch in 2023 and beyond. So Dougal, would you like to talk a little bit about auras and color? Absolutely. So for those of you who have never heard of me, my name is Dougal Fraser. I've been a professional psychic and intuitive for, I think, nearly 30 years. Oh, wow. Now you're bragging. It's about the same amount of time for you, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I was at 12 when I started like you. (laughs) Technically, I started when I'm 20. I'm 46. So nearly 30. I I might be exaggerating a little bit. But anyway, my ability started when I was a kid. I have the ability to see color and energy around people. That does not make me special or different in any way. Every single person on the planet can do that. I was, however, blessed with parents that encouraged me to talk about it. So when I would talk about seeing colors around people, my mom would ask me questions. My dad was frantically making appointments with various doctors to make sure that everything was well. So I like to describe my childhood as being... 
<laughs> well, it sort of depends on the physician. It really <laughs> depends on your point of view. But I do think part of the reason it came so naturally to me is that my parents didn't poo-poo the woo-woo in any way. So a lot of us say things like we see our spirit guides or we see angels or we see energy. And your parents may have said it was an imaginary friend or a vivid imagination and all of those things. And I think they mean well, but perhaps they've overlooked that it was actual spiritual energy manifesting. My parents, my mother in particular, kept me talking about it. So the idea of connecting with intuition came really naturally to me. My strength is the aura that I see color around people. And after years and years and years of studying personality traits that I observe around people with particular colors, studying other modalities and different forms of energy, color work and um, energy work, I sort of came up with my own system of this is what this color means. This is a color that you can use to change your energy and to change your aura. And so that is sort of my specialty, the atmosphere of energy that surrounds us. And so what does it look like? That's a good question. To me, it does not look like your average aura photography. Spoiler alert, I'm not a huge lover of those aura cameras. So if you've ever oh. seen an aura camera, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, if you've ever seen an aura camera before, it's really, really wide. And it's usually one color, maybe just two. But that's not exactly what it looks like to me. To me, there's like an outline or a glow or a halo, if you will, to my angel friend, that sort of appears around the physical body. Sometimes it's about an inch to two inches above the body. It's usually from the shoulders and above is where you see it in the beginning. But energies begin to change as people are talking. Sometimes they're opaque, which means that you can't see through it. It's the shadow side. Sometimes they're really clear. It will expand and contract depending on the topic of the conversation. Sometimes people's skin looks a particular color, but it's a little bit softer, in my opinion, than you see in those aura uh, photos. And so... Give us a clue. Tell us a little bit about what some of the colors might mean. What does that look like to you? So there's definitely about what I consider to be about 10 core colors that I teach on a regular basis that are about like core personality traits. You can think of these as archetypes. Uh, you know, there's the teacher archetype, there's the healer, there's the communicator. And so these colors manifest as sort of personality types or what's leading someone in their current life. Let's say I see orange around someone, which I'm bringing up because it happens to be my favorite color. But oh, orange is, is, is orange really your favorite I mean, color? Behind me, for, the, for those who are listening on the podcast, there's a giant boo in orange. Yeah, And orange that's actually, every, people are making fun of me, Diggle, because it says boo Radley. Get it? <laughs> I, do. I didn't know orange I was your favorite very, color. very, though. very clever students. <laughs> anyway, I love orange. Yes, orange is my favorite color. So of course you love orange because orange is the combination of um, spirituality and psychology. It's the color that's seen around a natural counselor, an intuitive, a highly, highly intuitive person. Um, it's all about balance and energy and intuition. So if I see orange around someone, one of the first things that I will say is you're a natural counselor, you're incredibly intuitive, you tune into people, you're probably an empath. And those characteristic traits will repeat over and over and over again. Now, the theme of orange being balanced as an intuitive, if I see orange in someone's aura, I then have to figure out, are they in a state of balance or are they not? And if they're not, where is that manifesting in their life? 
So you can kind of think of it like using Oracle cards or tarot cards. When you pull a card, there is a meaning that can almost apply to anyone. But then as we move into the meaning of the card or the energy of the card, we then have to decipher how it applies to that person's actual life. Or if an angel comes to you, there's a meaning of that angel. There's a color connected to that angel. You sort of start off with this is the meaning. This is the definition. But then we go deeper into how that applies to their life. So does favorite color equal this is the color of my aura or i wish i wish because <laughs> people people come to me for sessions and sometimes they are very disappointed with the color that i see around them what Actually, do you mean soup green well let's go back to radio for just a second so when i lived in new york city michelle visage who is from rupaul's drag race uh, used yeah. to have used yeah, to I have that up in here <laughs> <laughs> used to have a morning show in New York City, uh, morning drive radio and FM radio. And I was the psychic that would come on monthly. And Michelle used to be infuriated that she wanted her aura to be pink, but she is always gold, 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 and would be infuriated. Michelle would have pink pens, pink shoes, pink socks, pink um, sweatpants on, and like always wanted her aura to be pink. And it was always, always gold, which actually really fits her. So gold is independence. Gold is someone that can manifest anything. It's typically seen around someone that's self-employed. It's typically seen around someone that can turn their visions into reality, very accomplished. They move forward. They get things done. But that's a good example of someone who always wanted their aura to be pink and would be very, very disappointed when I would say, I'm sorry, you're gold. So your favorite color talks about influence and energy and certainly who you are, but it isn't necessarily the color that your soul is shining. We're influenced by color all the time. Uh, in marketing, they use specific colors to get us to talk about something, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's your oracle. Does it mean something, a color that you need? Is it a color that you lack? A color, it can an be. energy that you're like desiring? So we go through color cycles, right? So I don't know if anyone's ever had this experience if you're listening, but I will go through a period where suddenly I bought blue towels, blue throw pillows. I'm buying blue clothes and I'll stop and think, okay, I'm in a little bit of a blue phase right now. That means blue is speaking to me. This is a sign. It's just like numbers. You keep seeing the pattern of fours over and over again. You want to stop and pause and think about it. So you go through color cycles where you're really drawn to something. When my first book came out and I was doing a lot of media, I was wearing pink all the time. And my husband, David, said, you've got to stop wearing pink in interviews because it's just going to be the same glimpses of you in pink, pink, pink. Well, pink is the color of unconditional love. It's self-love. It's compassion. I was feeling really insecure and self-critical. So I was sort of drawn to pink during that period of time because I was trying to soothe myself from that critical voice. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to what is normally the Angel Tarot Show, but it's actually for the month of October, the Angels and Auras Oracle Show with my dear spiritual BFF Dougal Frazier, and who is also the co-author of Angels and Auras Oracle Cards, dropping into your lovely little laps on October 31st. So do you just like walk around and the, all you do is see this? Is the world, is is everything the world of rain, a rainbow colored people world, or do you turn it off? I don't turn it off. Well, 
It depends. Sometimes if I'm at a cocktail party, I lie and tell people that one sip of wine turns it off. Um, but that's just because I don't want to answer the question, what color do you see? Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but I I really do see energy all the time. I just kind of learn how to ignore it, though. I mean, when you go to the grocery store, everybody's wearing different colored outfits and they've got accessories that are different colors and you don't necessarily notice it. You can walk through your day and not be distracted by it. I think once you're used to seeing energy on a regular basis, it's just kind of natural. It's like asking me if I think about breathing only if I'm overwhelmed is the answer to that question. But no, I, you know, I breathe naturally and I don't think about it and all those things. But can we talk about pink for just a second? Of course. So I feel like pink is very much directly connected to how this deck got started because mm -hmm. I got my Hay House radio show. You, as the Southern gentleman that you are, immediately you sent me a message. <laughs> That's for the end of the show. But the <laughs> Southern gentleman that you are, you immediately emailed me and you invited me to be on your show. And my memory, if memory serves me correctly, is that one of the callers called and I was tuning into Pink. Yeah. And you said, I'm getting Joe Fiel. Then I defined what Pink meant. And you started saying, That's so interesting. <laughs> We're like, We didn't get it at first. But that Joe, the, my definition of pink and the meaning behind Joe Fiel was almost completely synonymous, correct? That's right. Yeah. And and so it's like my side of this equation is the whole angel thing. So if you are new to us, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so super happy to have you here on mindbodyspirit.fm. If you are new to me, I'm the angel boy. I am the angel dude. I have been that dude for a long time. Um, I totally, totally, totally love more than anything in my entire career or profession. I love tuning people into angels for the first time. And so angels are messengers from God. That's what they are. They're literally created in the energy of the divine, of source, of goddess, of universe, of all that is, whatever word you want to use, to be this amazing envoy. They are an emissary between us and the divine, and they're here to help us. Um, if you believe in reincarnation, and even if you don't, they are with you lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. So they have literally experienced every single lifetime you've had. They've been with Dougal when he was Dougal Fraser. They've been with Dougal when he was Marie Antoinette. They've been with <laughs> they, they've been with Dougal when he was. I don't know. I can make up some names, but I just will stop that right now. Just, but it's like, so they know us better than we know ourselves. And that's our guardian angels. Guardian angels are amazing because they are with us 24-7. There is nothing they cannot do. There is nothing, nothing, nothing under the sun that they can't do for us. And so that they are this whole lifeline for us of of compassion and true unconditional love and the thing that people get confused about with angels and this whole silly thing that you see in memes is like i pissed off my guardian angel and now they're gone doesn't happen that's humanizing that is a human construct humanizing angels angels have no egos you cannot make them mad it is not possible so that is my commercial for guardian angels because i am a big proponent of guardian angels but this deck is less about that. There is a card in this deck that is about guardian angels, and we do see some images in angels and auras that also have that guardian angel vibe, quite a few of them. But there is a core issue here. And that <laughs> did you get see what I did there? I did. Uh, so you saw what I she saw what I did. And so uh so there's a core issue, and we'll explain that in a minute, of 
archangels. And so like Dougal said, it's like this all came out of him being on my radio show, me being on his radio show, us continuing to interact with one another, our, all our little conversations at our sleepover parties in our pajamas <laughs> and where we talked about all things spiritual. And just like Archangel Jophiel, there was this whole element of, wow, okay, so here's all this stuff about pink. And here's Archangel Jophiel, whose name means the beauty of God. And mm. Archangel Jophiel is all about positive things, beautifying our thoughts, getting us to think lovely about thoughts about ourselves, about self-care, about faith, about believing in ourselves. And all of that kind of energy that is like literally looking at the world through rose-colored glasses in the most positive of ways when I say that. And so then we started talking about blue and Dougal started talking about truth and wisdom and the search for meaning. And I started going, but wait, hold on. Archangel Michael is the, the has the sword of light and he is about truth and he is about life purpose and he is about all of those kinds of things. And so suddenly there was this discussion point where every single time we started talking about colors and angels, well, not every single time, but the, a very big portion, it's like, but wait a minute. Okay. So Okay, I'm just going to talk to you for a minute about Archangel Raziel. Now you talk about rainbows, and and he would, and then we would go. Okay, this is just getting freaky. It's starting to get freaky. Yeah, it, it was the most organic process ever because I'm used to certainly blending spiritual modalities before and doing a reading with someone that does numerology or doing aura readings with someone that does mediumship, but typically you take your side and then the next person jumps in and they do their work. This was the first time where the messages were repeating themselves at the exact same time. Right. I'm getting Jophiel, I'm getting Michael, I'm getting blue. That's so funny. Jophiel presents as a fuchsia pink. Well, this is what, it was so, so interesting. And I still giggle about this, Radley, considering you and I have been spiritual teachers since God was a boy. We've been talking about this forever. We missed the signs at first. We'd get off and be like, that was so cool. That was so fun. Right. Then you came on my show. Then we would do a little bit more. And then we were like, well, I think the first class we taught on angels and auras was a four-week class. We were like, well, we'll just do four colors, four angels, and we'll have fun with that. And it still hadn't really hit yet. <laughs> Right. I think, too, it's like until Hay House came along and it's like uh, more of that, please. Right. right? right. Um, more of that, please. I think that we we didn't really realize just how deep into the well this little rabbit could go. I mean, yeah, the yeah, rabbit yeah. hole yeah. was deep when we started to like go, well, wait a minute. Is there something here that the everyday person not the the two little psychic boys from wherever we're from, but <clears throat> mine or where I'm from. But I get confused. Are you from where? I'm technically, well, I lived in Long Island for the first six years, That's right, like 16 years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. The New York. But there was a Texas, there's a Texas aspect to all of this. I moved to Texas when I was 16 because that's what all gay psychics do is they move to Texas to be free. They leave New York and they go to Texas. I'm just kidding. It just seems like okay. a strange choice for a gay psychic to move to Texas. But that is what I did. And then I lived there for five years and then I moved back to New York and now I live in Los Angeles. And my address is, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, don't do that. So there was just this whole element of how do we translate this into something that the everyday person can do something with. Yeah. 
uh, yeah. because there had to be a way. You were busy. You were off on your side, busy, 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 teaching people all this angels, all this aura stuff. I'm on my side teaching people all this angel stuff. And at some point, it's like there is no reason why we can't blend this in such a way that we can teach it. Mm. And if we can teach it, we can teach people to do it. Mm. And that's where angels and auras came along. And mm -hmm. so, um, like I said, Hay House came to us and said, more of that, please. And we said, no problem, contract, please. And they gave us one. And I think that was 2019, right? Yeah. Isn't that right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so y'all hear me say this all the time. How many years ago was 2019, right? Oh, why am I going Southern? I just got <laughs> back from South Carolina. I think it's just like still in my blood a little bit. But in 2019, four years, that is the average time for a deck to come to fruition, four yeah. years. And so we started doing these little me meetings together to put this deck together. And so mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the construction of this deck. So for those of you who've never worked with an Oracle card deck, this is a super fantastic, easy peasy way to get messages from the divine. For mm -hmm. those of you who are old hat, you're going to find a bunch of stuff in Angels and Auras Oracle cards that is different from anything that you have seen before. Also, if you're a Tarotist, well, we have a little hint for you. You heard me playing before with the word core. Why was I doing that, Dougal? <laughs> so we took 10 core cards that represent 12. 10 archangels. Sorry, 12 core cards that represent 12 archangels and 12 colors as sort of singular colors that stand alone with this angel, with this color. So we've got pink, we've got blue, we've got rainbow, we've got gold, we've got red, we've got purple. And we want these to be your sort of core energetic, how to learn about this color, how to learn about this angel. Right. And so those core cards can feel a little bit to people who are in the know, like the major arcana of this Oracle card deck. Right. And so the rest of the cards are regular. What did we call them? I forget now. Message cards. Message cards the, are the message cards, but they're very standard in the in the functionality, I think, to an, a regular Oracle card deck with a couple of very special differences. First of all, each one of these um, message cards doesn't represent just one color. It represents two. Yeah. So we did something called a color activation on each card. When you receive your deck, or if you have it right now, if you look at the bottom, you'll see the words that represent the messages. We've got words written right side up and then inverted because we have shadow messages as well, which we'll go to. But in between them, there are, is a bar of color and there are two colors. It's also reflected again in the numbers. So let's say you've got card number 43. You'll see at the top in the diamond, there's a turquoise color and an orange color. These are your color activations. And let's talk about why that's so important. People think of auras as being a stagnant color, meaning it is one color that does not change. This is not true. You can completely change your energy by visualizing a color or surrounding yourself with a color. So if you did indeed pick card 43 and you noticed at the top of the card, that card is your ready. And you notice at the top oh. of the card, the color activation is turquoise and orange. What that would mean is that after reading the definition of the card and aligning with the energy, you could then visualize those colors to change your aura color. You could wear them, you could have color props, whatever you want, but it takes the energy of the card. And I want you to think of it as jumping into your life. 
It's not just on the card. It becomes a transformative tool that you can actually use. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So I just happened to pull card number 35. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube. I was just going to say, we should just say this right now. If you go to naaoracle.com and you pre-order the deck and you register, we have actually a live in-studio audience right now, people that are watching. So sometimes there's hand gestures, there's a nod, and I have to realize the majority of people are listening to this on audio, so they can't see that we pulled a card. But I was literally just, like Bradley's literally holding a card right now. So every Tuesday, we are going to be doing a live recording where you can be a part of this. And then afterwards, we stop the recording, we take questions, and we do tandem readings. So you definitely want to be a part of that because it's fun, fun, fun. That's right. That's right. That's right. And if you want to actually see what we are holding up, this does also broadcast on YouTube. Okay. So you can find this and actually watch it. But you don't have to watch it to learn from it. So here we have a card. And this is card number 35. And it is self respect and worthiness. Mm. And here we have this beautiful young woman and she is looking into a mirror and almost as if she had taken a lipstick and written on the mirror words for her to know about. It says angel and leader and brilliant and confident and worthy and beautiful and loved and that she's a queen and a superstar. At the top next to the words self-respect and worthiness is a little a, a little uh are we calling it a diamond i don't know it's a four-pointed star and that four-pointed star is two colors half of the color is one color and the other half is another in this particular case it is pink and purple mm -hmm. and at the bottom there are words that are upside right because this is the card in its in its typical upside right value point and it says self-worth and affirmations and independence and being motivated. And underneath that is a color bar that is pink and purple to match the four pointed star up top. These are Dougal's color activations, okay? This is Dougal saying, if you want this in your life, you need pink and you need purple. Hmm. Now, these cards, this is the first deck that I have created that was purposefully created to have what Dougal calls a shadow side, to be read, read inverted or upside down. And to my knowledge, it is the only card deck that has words that are upside down on it. Y'all are welcome to like email me and tell me I'm wrong, but I don't know of another one. So if you pull this card inverted, you've got words that you can read that represent the shadow side. And the card- Remember how words, long we lamented over that? Oh my God. By the way, synonym.com, we owe money too. Right, <laughs> I mean, we do, but it says insecure and critical, codependent and indifferent. This is the energy that the person that is reading from the cards, this is the energy that they're bringing to at this particular moment. And pink and purple are your prescription to helping those people out of that. 
So that's a key point of how this particular deck works. Yeah. And Bradley and I have lots of excited bonuses for those of you who pre-purchase before October 31st. We do. You can find those bonuses by going to aaoracle.com. That's aaoracle.com. Do you want to talk about some of the bonuses? Or do you want sure. Me to so, you all, those of you who follow me in the rest of my world, you know I am a big, big, big spread person. So Dougal and I are working together to create for you spreads that are specifically designed to be worked with in this deck, including positions... <laughs> Guess what, Dougal? I'm throwing this at you. Positions in the spread for inverted cards, for cards Ooh. that are reversed to help you when those cards show up. There's also guided meditations, this particular podcast. And the thing that's valuable about this podcast is by having signed up on aaoracle.com because you pre-ordered the deck, you get to be a part of the show that is past the 30-minute mark that includes getting readings from the cards and being able to ask questions about the, how the deck works. What else yeah. is there, Dougal? So we have a tutorial video and we're going to be doing a launch party on November the 4th. Bradley and I enjoy a party. We so do. this party, we're going to open our decks together. We're going to talk about how to connect to them, how to clear them, pretty much really setting your intention to connect with them. And then we'll all be together to really lead you through how we want you to get started with it, to introduce you to it on a more intimate level. It's going to be really, really fun. It is going to be really, really fun. So you don't want to miss out on that stuff. Again, it's aaoracle.com, aaoracle.com. So before we go, I just kind of want to give people a real feel for you chose pink and purple for this card. Why? So pink and purple. So we're talking about affirmations here, right? We're talking about self-worth. So we just talked about pink earlier being the color of self-love. Um, I always say that with pink, pink is about the universe wanting you to see yourself the way they do. So they see you at your highest quality, your most divine self. Purple is also about leadership and destiny. It's about feeling in align with your divine plan. So if you combine self-love with feeling connected to your divine plan, you can accomplish anything. It's two, two very, very powerful colors. So I one of the things that I love to do, the minute I get a deck, the minute that it shows up on my doorstep, the first thing I want to do for a deck that I have created, and I know this is going to sound weird, but it's like, I want to know that it works. And it's like, y'all you have seen me before. I have a big, gigantic KitchenAid plastic bowl that I got on QVC. I admit it. It's true. And I put pieces of paper that represent card decks in that are that are in process and we don't have a hard copy of yet. And I test it. But that's yeah. not the same as actually having it in your hands. Yeah, that is the, that is the truth of it. And so I immediately like shuffle, 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 shuffled and pull the card and the card that I got was spot on. You have no idea what a breath of like, that's a total relief to me. That is me going, oh God, thank God. All right. So let's do, let's do some chatting, shall we, about uh, people who want to ask questions and people who might want a reading. So I'm going to okay. switch to gallery view, Dougal. You can do the same if you want to or not. Yeah. Um, but you can do either one. We can do a reading for you or you can ask a question about the deck. So uh, raise your hands on um, on uh, Zoom and we will do that for you. And by the way, once again, a reminder that you can be a part of this for those of you who are missing out on the opportunity 
to ask questions or get a reading, you can fix that by pre-ordering the deck and going to aaoracle.com. So is there somebody in particular you want to pick, Dougal? And I'll unmute I them. would love to go to Elena. Elena's wearing glasses. I would love to go to Elena. Okay. I'm looking. I am looking. Wave your hand, Elena, so I can see you. Oh, there she is. Okay, thank you. That's very helpful. Okay, hi, Elena. Hi, gentlemen. I have a really actually quick question. Yeah. How long did it take from soup, like when you thought about it, to complete it, like where it was ready to go? Four years. Well, Holy I mean, moly. yeah, I was going to say four years. Yeah. I mean, and it, I will tell you, I was a little mistaken. I thought this would be a lot easier than writing a book. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you, my darling, darling friend. It's your 10th deck. You don't have a say. It's your 10th deck. Oh, well, I guess that's not fair. No comparison. That's correct. That's not fair. So I'll. But seriously, though, Radley, you do think the process of making a deck is easier than writing a book? Oh, God, yeah. You know, it's, it's just me, but it's just like, I think writing a book is agony. I mean, it's just like, you know, it's like, I know that there's, it's hard work to create a deck. It is because it, for me anyway, and I think for both of us, we were always second guessing ourselves. We were always yeah. questioning. And then I think once or twice or 12 times we would get through it, get through partway through it and go, you know what, this isn't working. We have to go back and now change all the stuff we already did or add yeah. to the stuff we already did. But I still think that deck creation is more, at least more fun than writing a book. And I also think that you were adorable. Absolutely. He was the cutest thing. He was like a kid at Christmas every single time, you know, to the point that I was like, I, I started to worry that I was jaded or something because it's like every time we would get an image from the amazing, 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 amazing illustrator we had in Brooke Stefanelli. It was literally like it would hit his inbox and four seconds later, he's talking about it. And I'm oh, like, I don't even know it's there. Yeah. You know, it's cool. like he was staying up at night <laughs> to wait in case Brooke did something at 2 a.m. So yeah. his enthusiasm was enchanting about it for sure. I pulled a card for you if that's okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I pulled Haniel. It's card number four and it's silver. The words on Haniel's card are goddess, psychic, sacred, and proud. But it's interesting to me that I pulled silver for you, Elena, because you do have goddess energy. Whenever I'm teaching people about the color silver, I always say that the first time you experienced silver was in your mother's womb. It's when the body is creating a safe space for you to become strong, for you to enter the world, for you to have a new idea. You do have this ability to hold space for people in a really, really powerful way. There is this nurturing energy that comes from you. There is this nourishment. I feel like people lean into you when they are in challenging times, when they need to become stronger. Silverlight isn't always necessarily connected to a healer, but for you, it does feel like being connected to a healer. There's something about creating this safe space for people to understand who they are, reflect back to them who they are, what they're going through, and make them stronger. This feels like a real, real sweet spot for you. Do you hold space for people? Is that part of what you do? That's exactly what I do. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're really, and are you doing it in groups yet? Because they would like you to be doing more group work. I have recently been asked to do group work. I have many children. And so they have always been my, my group, if you will. And so I'm so glad I got this deck. You know, Radley, you were just saying what is the first thing you do? You want to make sure that, that it works? Yep. Dang, spot on. <laughs> There's a reason. It's it's funny because I was just in New York City with 40 other Hay House authors where, where we were doing a big mastermind for each other. And I brought this along. And, you know, and so people always want people were wanting to thumb through it. They wanted to see it. And every single one that had a question about a card pulled this one and looked at me and went, um, Radley. <laughs> and Dougal had to convince me on this. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, not sold, you know, it's like, she's kind of like Beautiful. a centerfold a little bit. She's, she she's is, hot. she's, she's a goddess. She is. She's a goddess. She's a goddess. And she is yep. claiming her feminine energy. And it's just not normal for me in a deck to show that much leg. Um, so for those of you who are who are just listening to this, we have Archangel Haniel, who is an archangel that is basically like a moon goddess in the archangel realm. She is all about the intuitive side of in of intuition and psychic gifts. And she's very much about the, the divine feminine. And we have this absolutely stunningly gorgeous uh, archangel sitting on a throne, showing a lot of leg and a lot of skin, but she is living for her feminine side or feminine energy. And so that is the energy that you're pulling in is that Haniel, that confidence, that power that I am a part of the divine feminine and I am going to be strong. I am I'm going to go all, um, oh God, what was her name? Helen Reddy on you and say, I am woman. Okay. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I all love right. it. Thank you, gentlemen. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks, Selena. Do you have Thank somebody you. else you want me to pick or you want me to pick? You pick the next person. Okay. I'll pick the next person. So I'm just, oh, well, there's, a t t Tara wants to be picked or Tara, Tara. Hi. Hey, hi. This is How perfect. Doing? Nice to see you both. Nice to see you too. I don't really have a question, but a reading would be perfect of the sure. new deck. And I've already pre-ordered it and I'm excited. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank We're you, thank super you. excited too. You want to start? So, okay, I'll pull a card. And you can pull one too. Let's do, yeah, do yeah. two cards. Okay. And because we I haven't hasn't it already happened where we both pulled the same card? Am I remembering that right? We oh have. my god, how hilarious. I pulled self-respect and worthiness. So it's literally this card that we were just talking about earlier in the Angels and Auras show. And it is card number 35, self-respect and worthiness. If the colors are pink and purple, as we talked about, it is self-worth, affirmations, independence, and being motivated. So these are power points for you at this particular moment in time. It is super important that you are staying highly in your self-worth, highly in your independence. And sometimes that is a, a moment of of determination. I just did an event for Hay House called Mystical Connections. It was uh, awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I felt like didn't he do like, incredibly well. It was so, so good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't stop. But it's like I did feel I went into that studio feeling like I am going to kill this. I just know I am. Yeah, and I 100% believe that part of the reason why I knew I was going to kill it is because I went in going, I'm going to kill it. I know I am. 
And so this is a card about worthiness because I was there with nine other Hay House people speaking power but people, power people. And so I could have walked in, even with all my experience with Hay House and gone, I'm so worried. I'm not going to do as good as Colette or, you know, but I didn't, I went in, no, I'm going to kill this. And it doesn't matter what anybody else does. And that is the kind of worthiness that we are talking about with this particular card. Yeah. And it's interesting, Tara. So I picked card number two, which is divine self, which is actually a good talking point for the deck because the card is orange. Yes. Now the meanings are intuition, balance, connection, and spirit. This is technically for people listening and or watching one of the core cards. But one of the things we came to discover is that in Radley's form of working with the angels, there is no angel connected to the color orange. Correct, Rad? That is correct. Okay, so for me with orange, orange is all about intuition. So on this card, we have an image of a lighted being because this is about trusting your own intuition. And so when orange comes up for people, it's not about seeking answers or guidance from someone else. It's about going within inside of yourself, reminding yourself that you are the channel, you are the one that connects to energy. It is your intuition that is the most important. And when we listen to our intuition, we are in a balanced state of mind. I say this over and over and over again. The best psychic reading you can ever receive is from self. And that's what I love about the deck. This is not about coming and getting reading from us, but this is about connecting on your own. So Tara, this is really a time to be trusting your own intuition. We have images here of orange Tory gates, one direction going to the left, one direction going to the right. It's um, inspired by a location outside of Kyoto, Japan. I love Japan. And so the idea is, am I going left or am I going right? But you are the one that has to make the decision on your own. So this is really about trusting your intuition. Do you do intuitive work? Um, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> there was a pregnant pause there. Why'd you pause? Well, I, uh, you know, I think I've had readings from you in the past too, and I do, I'm in real estate, but I do work intuitively with my clients and family and and pets and everything you might so. be doing more of that like it, it might be it, rather than like the intuitive real estate agent who's giving advice here and there might be leaning a little bit more into yes. like a direct actual of giving advice absolutely it's that's highly, my path. highly yeah you're highly highly intuitive so you can do it thank you you're welcome thanks tara okay so let's at least do one more right all right let's do one more okay so you pick uh let's go to susan susan i don't want to say your last name but susan is uh last name starts with the v also wearing glasses that's it i see her she has turquoise or that's so, correct you got it unmuted okay yeah. hi hey Hi-Susan. how are you good how are you all right so um my dad passed away a couple of weeks ago and it's kind of Throw me a little bit, so I would love a reading to see. It's whatever you get. So here's interesting. Before I haven't had time. The first card that I pick is time to go, which I know in regard to someone making their transition may sound a little spicy, but it's interesting to me that that's the first card that I pick, and that was your first question. But what's interesting is just from an intuitive perspective, Susan, I was wondering if you were moving or actually changing locations. So is it not just about your dad? Is there also something about you changing locations as well? 
And not to my knowledge. Um, okay. I was, you know, I was out of state for three weeks with my family. And then, you know, now I'm back home. Um, I live in Florida. Um, but, you know, there's just kind of a lot of change in the air. My husband is thinking about making a career change. Uh, and um, I pull I pull cards for myself daily. And I've gotten several things about traveling. So I, I don't know, but it's nothing conscious, nothing I'm consciously aware of. Okay, so the words here are transformation, completion, confirmation, and exit. So just in regards to her father passing, that's pretty intense in my opinion. I know it's painful, Susan, but it does feel like from your father's perspective, there's a freedom, there's a completion, like it, it does feel in its right time. Forgive me for saying that. No, okay. you are you are 100% right. I believe that. I do. I, yeah. You are 100% okay. right. Yeah. And then I think for you, the transformation element comes in where the spiritual side of you certainly understands it. The daughter, the third dimensional side is still trying to integrate it. And you've been a caretaker in many ways for many people for a long time. And you're being in a position in your life right now where you really get to redefine things. So give yourself a little bit of flexibility right now to practice and figure things out. No major decision needs to be made anytime soon. But 2024 in particular for you seems like a very um, exciting year for you personally. Finally, having some breathing room to do some of the things that have been on the back burner. And I just feel particularly good about the next year for you. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. <laughs> So I've got a card for you and it is soul groups. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, this can be looked at as almost like a mediumistic card here. It literally says messages and reunion and connection and validation. And so this is a card that taught, and here we have these hearts of many different colors connected by angel feathers. And so to me, this is a card that's really talking about the messages that come from your father, acknowledging them, not writing them off in your mind, not going, oh, I just made that up, but literally saying, no, that's a real message from my dad and embracing it, a real, uh, to make sure that you know that you're okay as well. Again, this card talks about validation and connection and reunion in this and from the standpoint, I think of these little messages are reunions from your father to make you to know it's like, okay, he's present, he's with me. It starts with messages. Soul groups, we travel into our incarnations as soul groups, right? You came into this with an agreement with your papa that you would be in this whole space of yeah, we're in this together. You're going to do the dad thing. I'm going to do the daughter thing. And we're going to do it really, really well. So yeah. soul groups. Susan, I have to ask you a random question. And this has nothing to do with the deck. You mentioned travel. Are you thinking of traveling to a Spanish speaking country? Why would I be hearing Spanish in my head? Oh, I have no idea. No Where idea. Are you I don't traveling to do. I really haven't been thinking of traveling other than one day I'd love to go to Greece um, to see oh. Delphi. No, it's, so I don't know what this is all about, but you mentioned traveling earlier and suddenly I heard, yeah. started hearing Spanish, specifically Spain Spanish as well. I don't know why. Huh. So there could be a trip coming up connected to Spain, but I kept hearing it over and over and over again. Good to know. Okay. I'll, um, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no telling. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Keep that on the yeah. back burner because I do hear it pretty loudly. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. And, and one, and one connection with the deck is the deck has not out yet hasn't been printed 
I mean, what has been printed, but hasn't been distributed to anybody. And already, we have already sold the deck into Spanish. Yes, I know. I can hear how happy <laughs> you guys are. My publisher sometimes this sucks at the whole Spanish thing, but it's already <laughs> sold in Spanish and it is already sold in Ducal. Japanese. And someone's putting in the comment section, maybe the Camino. That's possible. That That's possible. You might want to check that out, Susan. Didn't... um. Oh, I can't think of her name right now. She wrote a book about it. You were just, Sonia Choquette wrote a book about her experience oh. on the Camino. Yeah, maybe you might want to check that out. Maybe there's a message there, but that that's a good interest. That's a good thought, Pat, maybe, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. I'll do that. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, it. thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys, so thanks so much for tuning in to the Angels and Aura show. We are going to be here for four weeks today, then Tuesday, October 17th, then Tuesday, October 24th, then Tuesday, October 31st, launch day of the of the deck. That's when it is going to be happening. Is Again, that a sports thing you just did with your own? No, I, okay. I don't know. I don't know why I do what I do. It's like, <laughs> I, I just was with somebody today and said, who asked me, and I kid you not, do you have a basketball? And I'm like... <laughs> Is that the orange one? No. Why would I? No, I don't have. No. Why would I have that? I don't have Well, we'll that. get you one. We'll get you one. Yeah, because I need a basketball. That's right. <laughs> I definitely need an ass basketball. I'd write whatever. So anyway, don't miss a single episode. It is going to be just like this. It's going to be so much fun. And over the next three weeks, we are going to start going card by card by card through the deck talking to you about the symbolism, talking to you about the color activation, talking to you about the shadow side reversed meanings, and you aren't gonna wanna miss it, right? And guys, they work. Did you see that? They work. <laughs> I'm still freaked out by that. They work. They work. Okay, that's it, guys. We will see you again in a week. You've been listening to The Angel Tarot Show with Radley Valentine. To discover more, visit RadleyValentine.com slash podcast. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.